Welcome to Community Cocktails with Kimberly, hosted by Kimberly Woodard, a realtor for nearly 20 years with Ebby Halliday Realtors. Join her every first and third Wednesday of the month as she meets with the top community influencers to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now, your host, Kimberly Woodard. Welcome, viewers, to this episode of Community Cocktails with Kimberly. I am so excited about this one because not only are you going to learn about travel, and I know we're all ready um, to get out and travel around after being cooped up. So I have Gina Foster here with Ready, Jet Set, and Go. <laughs> I love that name. Um, travel agency, and you're the owner. So, so exciting. Um, and she is going to talk to us about the travel and how things are now in 2021. Yeah. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. I'm oh, so glad to be here today. Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, I know we are all ready to get out. We've been cooped up too, too long. Um, so let's talk about travel in 2021. <laughs> right. So, yes, I think you're right. We are definitely all ready to travel. And um, the good news is we're really starting to see the demand pick up for travel. Yeah. So I think we're kind of starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And depending on the destinations, um, like I said, the demand is really there. So it's it's really great news. So instead of for the past year, we've done a lot of canceling people's yes. trips. We're now actually rebooking them and seeing them, seeing them off to have great vacations. That is wonderful. I love hearing that because, you know, I know that last year was a really a downer for not only you know, the travel industry, hotels, all the resorts, um, you know, and just those destinations that really to, you know, rely on right. the income of the tourism. So that's right. great news. So let's yeah. talk about some of the top places that you're seeing people going to right now. Okay, definitely. So right now, I mean, there's a couple of places that are really hot right now. Okay. Um, the first one I would say is Mexico. Oh, okay. um, so many people are wanting to go to Mexico right now. And um, basically to go to Mexico, there's no COVID requirements. So you don't have to take a COVID-19 test going to Mexico. It is required coming back to the United States, um, but all of the resorts that I send my customers mm -hmm. to, um, the resorts are great. They're actually offering COVID testing right at the resort, right on property, oh, nice. and there's no cost to the guest. So it's a pretty simple process. I mean, it adds a, one little layer to your yes. trip, but um, when you get there, you usually schedule your um, COVID test upon arrival, and usually you do it three days before your departure date. And um, once you take the test, you usually get your results back within a couple of hours. So it doesn't really disrupt your trip too much. No. Um, and like I said, people are having a great time. So Mexico is definitely a hot, hot destination right now. And um, because resorts are booking at a reduced capacity, um, it's really important to book in advance because yeah. things are really starting to book up because these resorts aren't allowed to book at 100% capacity yet. Gotcha. So, gotcha. so yeah, so Mexico's really hot. Um, another one that's really popular right now is Hawaii. Oh. So Hawaii is kind of the flip of Mexico. You have to test to go to Hawaii, but you don't have to test to come back. Oh, that's a So, and okay. that's actually the same for U.S. Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico. So okay. those three destinations you can go, to, you have to test to go to, but coming back, there's no test necessary. Um, so... Um, definitely all the Hawaiian islands are great right now. Um, each one has kind of their own set of COVID requirements. They're all a little bit different. Um, Maui actually is just starting, um, 
They're just starting up with a second test when you land at the airport. The Big Island has been doing this, and now Maui's going to start doing it because they've seen a little bit of an uptick in their numbers. Um, but um, if you've been vaccinated, that you can bypass that second COVID test. Okay. So um, it's a lot to keep up with, yes. but um, <laughs> but once I get once you get there, it's you know it's wonderful. My family, we actually went to Maui for spring break. Oh, fun! And so we've been through. You know, I know how it all works. Right. We've been through the whole process, and it's pretty simple. It really is. Um, and once once we were there, I mean, you know, we had a great time. Enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. So um, so I would say those two destinations are really popular right now um, in terms of like the continental U.S. Yes. Um, Florida. I mean, Florida, 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 <laughs> and um, national parks are both just seeing a lot a lot of traffic and people interested in those areas. Yes. So it's really important, like I said, to book early. Yes, definitely. So. You bring up the national parks. So are we thinking because people can do camping and kind of be in their own little like cocoon? You know? I mean, yes and no. Okay. Um, a lot of it's just because a lot of people don't want to have to be bothered with COVID testing, right? Right. So they, they're worried maybe about coming back from an international destination right. having to test while they're there. And they just don't really want to be bothered with that right now. Right. Um, and everyone's kind of at a different comfort level, right, mm -hmm. with like what they're willing and able to do. So I think that's why we're just seeing a lot of people that want to stay in the continental U.S. And so national parks have just last summer they were really busy. And this summer I think they're going to be really busy as well. Um, so I, I think that's it. All, all types of lodging, though. I mean, really, okay. you can do, I mean, you can do the glamping at some right. of these um, national parks, um, of course, camping or RV. Um, but then there's just, there's resorts, there's VRBOs. I mean, there's, you know, a right. range of right. places. Yeah. yeah. And then I guess when we're talking about the hotels and stuff, what have you seen that's a little bit different of the hotels that maybe we should be aware of that Maybe we were accustomed and that's been pulled back a little bit. Right. Well, probably the biggest thing is probably the masks. Yeah. I mean, just like where we've all really become accustomed to yeah. is you're probably going to have to wear a mask. And I think it's really just important to know what destination you're going to. Just because, for example, um, we live in Texas and maybe yeah. things are starting to ease up a little bit here. Um, say you go to... Colorado or California, I mean, you have to do whatever their rules are at the right, time. So, right. you know, theirs may be a little bit different than ours. Um, and like when we were in Maui um, for spring break, you had to wear, um, Hawaii's pretty strict with the masks. They okay. even have an outdoor mask mandate. Um, however, once you're like at the pool, sitting at your chair or you're at the beach and you're with able to stay within six feet of other people, you can take your mask off. Gotcha. So um, I think that's probably the biggest thing is just kind of to be aware of that. Um, the other thing when not necessarily at the hotels, but something that you just want to prepare for is if you want to do any tours or excursions, it's really important this year to book them in advance. Okay. So you may be in a destination and maybe a couple of years ago you were used to, you know, oh, maybe I want to go snorkeling tomorrow and book it at the last minute. I want right. to do some snorkeling excursion. Well, right now, again, because of a limited capacity, um, and th these excursions maybe not being able to book up to 100%, right. you might, it might already be booked. And so it's just really important. I think right now with um, vacationing, it's just a little more planning is involved. You so just plan to, ahead. <laughs> yeah, just plan ahead. I mean, it's really, it's not hard, um, but yeah, you just kind of have to think ahead because what you think might be available might actually not be once you get there, if you wait until the last minute. Yeah. Well, that's definitely, I know, I. that's my weakness on vacation <laughs> is that 
we are so, my husband and I, we're so bad at planning ahead. We're like, oh, we're kind of on the flyby seats of pants and people. And we're like, oh, we'll wake up. Let's do this. Let's do that. <laughs> we right. never plan. Right. And in years past, it was probably yeah. fine. And you might be fine this year right. too. But um, it just might, you may want to, if there's something really important to you, for example, um, if you're going to, if we go back to Hawaii and we're talking right. about Hawaii, if you wanted to go to a luau. Yes. That's something that, you know, these luau's maybe in the past were running, maybe they were running seven nights a week every night. Um, now they might be running three nights a week um, where before they were seven nights a week could hold 500 people. Now they're three nights a week can hold 250 people. Gotcha. So, you know, it's just, if that's something important to you or your family, we just want to get it booked early. Definitely. Definitely. So you can really enjoy your exactly. vacation. Exactly. <laughs> so we also, you know, talked to, are we seeing things opening up internationally? more? Yeah. Um, so definitely, um, more and more. I mean, okay. every month we're hearing a, a little bit more, um, Greece is opening okay. for Americans. Um, Iceland is opening, um, Europe, um, the EU did come out and say that they're expecting Americans to be able to travel this summer. But even though they said this summer, they really didn't give like a concrete date. Gotcha. So again, like we're starting, we're getting there. I, I think some of these places are just going to take a little bit longer. Um, and then too, it's just really important to, um, to check like before you go to a destination or before you book something, you just want to make sure you check with um, the official government sites or the tourism boards, um, just so you make sure you're really up to date on what the requirements are. Um, you know, so you're just prepared before you get there. Oh, definitely. But definitely, I mean, I think we're starting, like I said, we're starting to see that light at but the end of the tunnel. Definitely. Oh, it's been so long. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I was bummed. We were supposed to be in Europe during spring break this year. And obviously we weren't, we were here in Texas. <laughs> right, right. So I long for the day that we get to go back. Um, which I'm hoping by next year, Me I'm too. hoping next spring break. Exactly. <laughs> so, I think so. So, uh, so, you know, when we're talking about um, travel, um, you know, if we're preparing our travel, you know, for air, um, airplanes, say mm -hmm. what, you know, as a, you know, person going on an airplane, and I will be honest, I have not been on a plane since COVID started. So I am definitely the newbie. What should we be um, prepared for or, you know, make sure that we have or kind of get ready to, you know, take our trip on our airplane? Right, right. Well, um, okay, so definitely your mask. Yeah. That will be <laughs> yes. required. Um, and then, you know, depending on the flight, sometimes um, it's all a little bit different depending on the airline and how the length of the flight, but whether like food and beverage service will be will be happening or not. Um, it just kind of varies, like I said, from airline to airline and right. then from the length of your flight. So, you know, you may want to bring, um, once you get through security, grab a bottle of water, maybe grab a few snacks just in case um, you're on a longer flight and you may need something like that. But um, I have been on a couple of flights and um, I mean, they definitely require you to wear that mask. So you do need to be prepared for that. Um, and, you know, if it's a long flight, it gets a little tiring at right. the end, but it's worth it because <laughs> you're usually going somewhere wonderful. So it's all worth it. But um, that's really, um, and then if there's any, back to the COVID requirements, like if there's right. any COVID requirements, you would need to make sure that you bring um, all your documentation. Okay. So, and that really just depends from place to place, whether you need a COVID test or um, sometimes now maybe the vaccine, if you've 
receive the vaccination. Maybe your vaccination could take the place of the COVID test. Um, so that's pretty, um, that's pretty much it. In terms of though, like air um, and transportation, um, right. rental cars, that's yes. something that, um, is kind of a big issue right now. There's definitely a lack of rental cars. Um, so the demand is just greater. A lot of these rental car companies had to get sell off some of their cars during COVID. So um, really it's across the country, um, especially um, Hawaii is really seeing a problem with this. So if you need a rental car once you land at that destination, make sure you book it early. So a lot of times, like right when you book your trip, it's really important to book your rental car at that point. A lot of times people will probably book a trip and then, you know, a month or two before they go, oh, let me throw on, you know, I'm going to grab that rental car. Well, if you're wanting, you know, a specialty car or, you know, a full-size car, or maybe you have a family of five or six and need like an SUV, if you wait until the last minute, it may not be available. Gotcha. So um, again, it's just, it's kind of just all about preparing. It is. No, it sounds like, I mean, it's really... Plan everything, you yeah. know, early and just make sure that you have it. So, it, you know, then obviously we have all our people that are traveling, you know, in cars because they're staying mm-hmm. um, domestically and going to the national parks or going right. to Florida. Right. <laughs> so, yes, Florida seems to be like a you know, straight shot 12 hours to exactly. the van. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe sometimes it could be 10 in my car. <laughs> but... Um, Anyways, you know, you know, things have changed, you know, so I guess some tips for those that are, you know, packing the car and heading out to prepare for as you're traveling, because I know when we would travel, we literally would not bring anything. We're the ones that we stop for everything and we do use it as a break. So we would stop at restaurants, stop at, you know, um, you know, to get water or something. We just don't pack. And my husband is very funny about my kids eating in his car. (laughs) That's the one fetish he has because they're messy. (laughs) So what should we, what tips should we give the audience? Um, Yeah. I mean, you know, I think a lot of, um, well, I guess I should, you know, depending on where you're driving, you're right. Restaurants may not all be open for in, in dining. So you might have to do to go. So again, I think we're just going back to that planning, maybe kind of map your route ahead of time and see where you're able to stop and if restaurants along that way are going to be open are fast foods um it, you know the inside of fast food restaurants okay. going to be open or you may have to do the drive through and your kids you know your husband may not like it but those yeah. kids may have to eat in the car <laughs> yeah. um so yeah i think i would just um really recommend doing that and then once you get to your destination the other thing um to think about is restaurant reservations so, um, you know, depending if um, restaurants are having in-dining seating, if that's open, make your reservations in advance yeah. um, because they may be having in-dining seating, but it may be at a limited capacity. So um, gotcha. just, um, yeah, so just be aware of that. But really, um, I would always just look at the destination you're traveling. Don't just assume that everywhere's like where you're living and has the same rules and restrictions because where you're traveling might be different or along that way. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely, because... We all kind of get in that assumption. I feel like, you know, we're accustomed to what we know and what we're living in and that everywhere else is the same way. And it really isn't. I mean, right. we have had so many clients come here from, you know, other parts of the country um, looking to move here for those reasons. <laughs> and they're amazed. I'll tell them, oh, yeah, you, you know, one was, it was right around um, opening um, season for the Rangers. And he asked, he goes, you know, is it going to be full capacity? I was like, oh yeah. 
I was like, you're in Texas. And, exactly. You know, it was, you know, movie theaters and stuff. And they were just used to, you know, not having that. And right. so it was, it was almost like they felt like they were in a whole new plant, planet. Right. Well, I know. It's sometimes because we live here and we're just used to the way it is yeah. here. And you sometimes forget that other parts of the country or even the world are, you know, a lot different right. than, than it looks right here right now. Oh, definitely. So I'm going to um, put you on the spot. Um, so where are you finding the best? I mean, are there any deals out there or is everything just, you know, are, are there different resorts trying to ins- entice people to come right. out? Well, um, I, I mean, the deals aren't actually as you, you might think that there would be a lot of deals yeah. right now, but because resorts are only able to book at a limited capacity and sometimes that's only 50, 60% right. and the demand, like I said, it really is there for some of the same locations, I guess I should say. Yeah. It's like, we're all wanting to go to the same places. So there there's, of course, there's always deals and, um, in the travel industry, I mean, we always have, um, usually different things we can offer, um, depending on the resort. Um, sometimes we're able to offer resort credit or breakfast for two, different things like that. Um, but in terms of just like a great deal right now, um, I mean, not necessarily because like I said, with limited capacity and the demand really there, and we're all just wanting to go to those same places. Um, so not necessarily, but, um, and then with cruising, um, for example, a lot of people, um, have had cruises now canceled for like one and two times. So a lot of times people would cancel a cruise, they'd rebook it and they've had to cancel it again because it's been over a year now um, since these cruises have sailed. And so a lot of those people have what's called like a future cruise credit. Okay. And so there's people trying to book maybe for next summer um, that are just trying to book outright, but then there's also all these people who have future cruise credits. So I really recommend for cruising too, itineraries are out. They come out, you know, a couple of years in advance. So if you're thinking about cruising, it's really something to go ahead and, and maybe go ahead and get that deposit down on the itinerary you're looking at. Do we know, you know, bring back to the cruising, do we have a date when they're going to start? Right. I know I've heard some rumors, yeah. but I, I yeah. feel like it's always changing. <laughs> well, oh my gosh, everything changes yes. like almost every day. So yeah. you have to stay on top of it. Um, but yeah, so um, this summer, actually a couple of cruise lines have, um, they are having sailings out of, not right now out of U.S. ports, okay. but out of Bahamas, St. Martin, um, Jamaica and the Dominican Republic. Okay. There's currently sailing. So that's really great news yeah. that they're starting up this summer. And the CDC actually just announced that they, um, think that cruising will start. They're actually saying mid July out of us ports. Oh, wow. So, um, I know there's some criteria that the cruise, um, the cruise lines have to follow, but, um, that's really exciting news. Um, oh, yeah. because a lot of these, um, like Alaska, for example, I mean, right. if they're just so much of their economy is based on tourism that, you know, it's really important to get cruising okay. cruisers back there. So, um, definitely. so yeah, so definitely, um, again, kind of that light at the end of the tunnel, yeah. but we're, we're seeing, we're seeing them, them talk about some dates now. So it's that's, really good news. That's much better than there was no dates. Exactly. <laughs> and for a while there, yeah. I mean, really there hasn't been up until just real, real recently, there hasn't been much news. Wow. So I will have to say though, that, um, People who like cruising really should consider all-inclusive resorts because there's really a lot of similarities. Um, And just to kind of compare the two a little bit, so think about your cruise and everybody knows um, 
there's all types of room types, but you know, right. your typical like balcony room is yeah. going to be pretty small on a cruise. And that's pretty widely known right. and that you're going to have a pretty small stateroom. Well, if you go to an all-inclusive resort, your stateroom could, or your room could be easily like two, three, four times as big. And then another thing to compare between the two is like drinks and food and Wi-Fi. So at an all-inclusive, that's all included. Any kind of drinks you want, coffee, smoothies, alcoholic drinks, non-alcoholic drinks, um, Wi-Fi, food, all your restaurants, that's all going to be included in an all-inclusive resort. But on a cruise, depending on the cruise line, sometimes yeah. that's included, but sometimes you have to buy a drink package or a soda package or an right. alcoholic package, you know, depending on what you're looking for. So another benefit to to all inclusives. And then the third thing is if you have maybe a real active family and your kids just like love all the activities that they can find on the cruise ship. There are so many all-inclusive hotels that will keep your kids busy for days. Oh. I mean, from everything from water slides and pools and daily entertainment, cooking classes, nightly entertainment. Oh. I mean, even like bumper cars and <laughs> bowling alleys. I mean, really depending Just, on the resort, yeah. there are a lot of things that an all-inclusive resort could offer. And we're really seeing a lot of people who love cruising, those people that they cruise, that's what right. they do. They, yeah. they take a cruise every year. Some of them have tried all-inclusive resorts and they love it. So just something would, to kind of keep in mind. I would much better, um, I'm much better on stable land. On land. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I am on a boat. <laughs> so I would be the resort. <laughs> yeah. Well, so fun. Well, I think we've learned a lot and we are, I don't know about y'all, but I am uh, ready to go out and travel and um, get out of um, my little Texas bubble and explore um, something else um, in the summertime. So I hope you guys learned some tips. And the one tip I think uh, that I took away from this was plan ahead. Yes. Go ahead and <laughs> get your stuff, get your reservations, get everything booked in advance. Exactly. Not, um, don't be a fly by the seat of your pants um, girl, like typically I like to be um, and try and book it when you get there. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. If you'll be prepared, you'll have the perfect vacation. Well, I love it. Well, thank you, Gina. And cheers to us. Thank you. And travel. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to contact Kimberly with your real estate needs, you can reach her at KimberlyWoodard.ebby.com. We hope you enjoyed our guest this week. And remember, don't just love your home, love your community.